0: You're listening to New Life Chapel Podcast. So William and I, though, just chatting about my little boy, William, four years old. We love playing games. Now, some of our favorite games that we love to play together, we love playing wrestles. And he's at that stage now where he just loves jumping all over you, wrestling, tickling, all that sort of stuff. And he loves playing that. He also loves playing chases where you know you chase him he chases you that's another thing that brings him great delight in fact i was chatting to a parent last year and they were saying that they believe chases is their child's love language and i'm like that's the same with william let us know in the chat if you're a parent if your child's love language is chases. now another game we love to play though is a game called follow the leader And the point of the game, for those who are unaware of it, is that there's a person in front, the leader, and they take steps in a certain direction, and the person behind who's the follower, they follow the steps and the path of the leader. And so we love playing this game at our home, and, you know, William and I, we take it in turns being the leader and the follower, and if I'm the leader, oh be taking steps and I might head over this way a bit and then I might go this way a bit and I might do a funny jump and and do all sorts of things like that. Might climb under a table, over a chair and William, being a great follower, he'll follow my steps exactly and he'll do that and he'll be under the table, over the chair, all that sort of stuff because that's the point of the game where the follower follows the steps of The leader. Now, this is a game that has its origins in the Bible. And in fact, it's not the first game that the Bible actually talks about. Do you know, the Bible talks about in Genesis 3. It says, The man and his wife, talking of Adam and Eve, they heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord called to the man, where are you? That, my friend, is the first case of hide and seek. Yeah, so that's the first game of hide and seek in the, in the Bible, and God actually won that game. But then we have follow the leader, which was introduced, in fact, by Jesus. Matthew 4, 19, Jesus said this, come, follow me. There you have it, follow the leader. Now, I know we make a joke of this, but today I want to be speaking along that line of following the leader, of come follow me. And just like the first disciples, this is a call for every person that has placed their faith in Jesus, to follow him in the steps that he asks us to to take. And so the title of my message today is Taking Your Next Step. Taking your next step. The Christian life from start to finish is simply a journey of taking steps in following Jesus. Come follow me, Jesus invites. I'm going somewhere, I'm doing something on planet earth and I want you to come along with me. And if you follow me one step at a time, I will get you to where you need to be and where you need to go. And where do you need to go? Well, the Bible is clear that God has a plan. He has a purpose. He has a future, a good future for your life. And Jesus, as we follow him, he desires to bring that to pass in our lives. Now, let me just uh, make it pretty basic. But to, to get anywhere in life requires steps. you know, I was uh, lying in bed this morning thinking about this message when my alarm went off. I got up and, you know, I did not magically just appear here looking so good in front of you. I got up and I took some steps to the bathroom where I had a shower. And, you know, I prettied myself up. You should see me first thing in the morning. I'm not this good looking. Okay, it takes a little bit of work. But... A lot of work, said Pastor Zoran. (laughs) Well, but the thing is, we have to take steps to get anywhere in life. And taking steps is how we fulfill the purpose that God has for us. And it's how we become the people that God has called us to be. And so today I want to share some ideas around taking your next step when it comes to following Jesus. Are you ready? Let us know in the chat if you're ready. Type, I'm ready let us know all right number one first thing the first idea about taking next steps or taking your next step is this that god leads us in small steps not giant leaps of faith Do You know, we grew up hearing and there's a, a certain uh, idea about people taking a giant leap of faith yet when we look in the scripture and we look in the bible the that's not the way that the Bible describes a Christian life. You know, if we look at the people in the Bible, we see them taking small steps that led to a great future. It wasn't just one giant leap of faith that got them there. You know, I think of Abraham. You know, the word of the Lord came to him. Hey, I want you to leave your residence and go to a land that I will show you. And so he took that first step of obedience. Then God opened up other things for him. You know, you think about Joshua. The Lord came to him and said, I'm going to give you the the place that every every place that you set your foot, I'm going to give it to you. You're going to possess it. But you know what? He had to take steps. He didn't like just one day, like God give him the promise, and then the next day he was in the promised land. It took small steps of faith. And that's how God works in, in each of our lives. You know, you think of Jesus. He was born a baby, the Son of God, Saviour of the world. He didn't go to the cross till 33 years later. Just small steps of faith, of obedience, trusting in his heavenly Father. The people of the Bible all took small steps in fulfilling big purpose. They did it one step of faith at a time. And here's where it's uh, so encouraging about small steps because here's the thing. A giant leap of faith... Is daunting. Whereas a small step of faith is doable. I'll say it again a giant leap of faith is daunting, but a small step of faith is doable. And you know, sometimes when God calls us to, to big things, we can wonder how am I ever gonna accomplish that? How am I ever gonna get there? One small step of faith at a time. And so the the first point was that God calls us to take not giant leaps of faith, but He leads us by small steps of faith. Number two, the second thought about taking next steps, taking your next step. God gives us the grace for our next step. You know, when we talk about grace, the Bible has a a couple of different ideas around it or meanings, but today we're gonna be talking about grace as God's enabling power to do what he has called us to. And we can look at the purpose of God for our lives and see the bigness of it and be overwhelmed. You know, How will I ever get there? How will I accomplish that? How will I ever become that person? And we can look at our current situations and where we're at and like, that is so beyond who I am now. That is so beyond my current capacity and abilities. It's scary, it's daunting. I'm just not sure how I'm gonna get there. Well, the reality is that how we get there is God's business and how we grow and develop to become the person that God has called us to is God's business. Our business, our responsibility is to take the next step because he's given us the grace, the strength, the empowerment for just that next step. He gives us his grace, his strength, his power for us to take the next step, one step at a time. You know, last year I uh, read, not for the first time, a, a great uh, story, a great book by Corrie ten Boom. Now she was a, a Dutch missionary and evangelist that traveled the world, but she had quite the story because she grew up in uh, World War II and where they were living in Holland. Um, her family uh, sheltered a whole bunch of Jews from uh, the Nazis, from the Germans, and uh, eventually, uh, she, her family was captured, a whole bunch of them like died in concentration camps. It's a really sad and tragic story, but at the same time, a powerful story of God working in this one woman's life and just using her to really spread the gospel around the world. And she tells a story of uh, when she was a, a child, that she saw someone die and she just like, was heartbroken and, like, uh, and she was talking to her father and like, Father, uh, I can't even imagine like what it will be like for you to die or for, for something to happen, I do not think I'd be able to handle it. And her father you know, said this to her, and I'll quote it. And this conversation between her and her father, and her father says, Corrie, when you and I go to Amsterdam, when do I give you the ticket for the train? And she was like, why? You give it to me just before we get on the train. Exactly, her father responded. And our wise father in heaven knows when we are going to need things too. Don't run ahead of him, Cory. When the time comes that some of us will have to die, we will look into your heart and find the strength you need just in time. Do you know, we have a heavenly Father who gives us the grace for the step that we have in front of us. And we can look to our future and see? I don't know how I'm gonna get there. It's just so big, so daunting, just beyond who I am. The grace of God is on your life to take your next step, not to leap to the edge of the building, to take your next step. Hebrews 4, 16 says this, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us when, in our time of need. There's the grace of God for your life, for my life to take the next step. So that was number two. Let me know if you're enjoying this. Type in the chat, hey, this is good stuff, amen. Preach it, Dave, you just encouraged me there. I'll read it later, hey. So that was number two, that God gives us grace for the next step. Number three, God gives us enough light for the next step. Psalms 119, 105 says this, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Do you know at times we may not be able to see the complete picture of what God has in store for us. We we don't know all that he has for us ahead but as this verse says he gives us enough light for our next step he gives us enough light for us to know the next step forward so i think this uh, verse is quite encouraging in this season because how many know like this this COVID thing seems like it has gone on and on and on as you know, I talk to a lot of people who are really struggling, really finding this season challenging of the continued lockdowns. And there's, there's a lot of people who are struggling with, you know, mental challenges or emotional challenges, relational, financial, who've got, you know, just so many challenges and they feel lost and unsure and uncertain in this season. There's so many people like that. Do you know this verse gives us hope and it gives us encouragement because it says, your word is a lamp to my feet. You may not know how to get out of where you're at, you may not know what the future holds, but I'll tell you what, God, He wants to give you light for your next step. He wants to bring illumination for a step in front of you. It may be so uh, messy, it may feel like, you know, I am so tangled up here, there's so much happening that I just do not know, you know, front from back, right from left, I don't know where I am, God. He can give you light for your next step. And I love that this verse gives us greater advice on where to find it. His word. If you're struggling to hear from God and gain clarity on what your next step is, consuming his word is a great start. Consuming the word of God is a great start because His Word has light for you. His Word has clarity for you. His Word has direction for you. His Word will give you the light that you need to know what your next step is. Do you know, I think back, at 2011, I moved to the Gold Coast, and I remember really early on when I moved there, I was uh, sitting one day in McDonald's in Harbour Town, just uh, enjoying a, a fine meal from that quality eating establishment and i was i was feeling lost though because i i'd moved there and i was just really struggling with a sense of purpose and i remember i was reading at the time the the purpose driven life by rick warren great book and i was reading a chapter on uh one of the purposes of your life is to love and i remember uh, i was reading it and he, he um had a passage of scripture that he talked about, Mark chapter 12, verses 30 to 31, about love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul, your mind and your strength. And then love your neighbour as yourself. And as I was reading that, I just felt like the Holy Spirit say, hey, your next step is to follow my words, my command there. Your job, your, your purpose here while you're at the Gold Coast is to love me with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. And to love your neighbour as yourself, love those people around you. Do you know, I walked into that McDonald's, you know, lacking purpose, unsure of where I was headed, what my, my purpose was, I walked out of there with a clear sense of purpose, a clear sense of clarity because the Word of God had spoken to my life. And do you know what? The Word of God, God has a word for you. He wants to speak life, He wants to speak His light, His clarity into your situation that regardless of what it looks like, He wants to give you enough light To take your next step. Now on that, maybe you feel that where you're at in life is because you've taken some wrong steps. Maybe you feel like, you know, you're living in the, the consequences of some previous steps or some previous actions. You're eating the fruit of your ways because you knew there was a next step that God was calling you to and you, you headed in the wrong direction. you headed in a different direction. Well, I think it's incredibly encouraging for us that God has our next step because the other thing is that God is more concerned about our next step than He is about our missteps. OK, because I'm sure we've all had missteps. I'm sure we've all, you know, walked different ways to God's intention and purpose for our lives. But he has a next step for us. He's not so concerned about our missteps as he is about our next step and giving us the light and the grace for our next step. And I think about, you know, when I'm in the car and I take a wrong turn and I'm following my GPS, you know, my, my phone, my, my Google Maps and it's it's telling me to take a certain direction and maybe I I feel like I know better or maybe like, you know, I just am completely lost and I don't know at all. But you know what? My phone is incredibly gracious, okay? Because when it realizes that I've taken a wrong turn, it doesn't say, come on, right? you're a hopeless driver. I mean, why did you go there? I don't believe, I don't know why they gave you a license. No, no, my phone, my maps doesn't say that at all. It reroutes me. It says, hey, coming up, if you take that turn there and you take this one, you can get back to where you where, uh, you were going. And the thing is, it's the same with God. You know, you may take, have taken some wrong steps that have, you've ended up in a wrong place. But God has a next step for you that can get you back on track, that can take you to where he has a life for you. And so his next step is more important than your missteps. He has light for you to take your next step. And then number four, as the band comes, his steps for you are the best steps. His steps are the best steps. And his steps are the best steps because they they come from the heart of a father who only has our best interests in mind. His plans and heart for us are good. Psalm 32 verse 8, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise and watch over you. I love that. I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. Not an okay pathway, not a, oh, it, it might turn out or, out or right pathway. He will guide you along the best pathway for your life. Or Psalm 37:23, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. And it's important that we understand God's heart for us in our lives because there are times when God asks us to take steps or a step that doesn't make sense to our natural understanding. We may be walking along taking steps of faith when He asks us to turn a different way to how we thought we're going. He asks us to take a step in a different direction to what we may be heading. And we can be like, what do you mean, God? I thought we're heading this way and you've asked me to turn this way. I mean, what are you doing? It's in those moments that God is like, just trust me. Just trust me. Because we're faced with the choice. Do we trust God and take the step He's asking us to take even if we don't understand it? Or do we say, no way, God. I'm going this way because it makes far more sense to my mind than where you're saying that I need to go. There comes a time when heavenly wisdom and human understanding part ways. Where the wisdom of heaven will be saying this direction and our human minds and understanding will be like, no, 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 this is the direction. And it's in those moments that we need to make the decision, what are we going to do? Who are we going to trust? Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 gives us great wisdom. Trust in the Lord with, does it say some of your heart? A little bit of your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yeah, following Jesus is, is kind of like doing one of what was my favourite activities in school when I was uh, younger. And that was the dot to dot where you followed the numbers that were dotted and you followed them and eventually they would make a picture. You know, following Jesus is kind of like that where you might start at number one so good. and yeah, Jesus yeah. caused you to take a step yeah. and you're at number two. Yeah, And then on. of course you take another step, number three, Yeah. number four. But then the dot might be way over here somewhere and we're like, uh, I was heading in the good direction where I felt like this is a picture that was being painted for my life. I felt like this was there, but what's this step over here? Number five. Oh, and number six is over here. And then number seven is over here. No, 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 no. God, I, I thought come we were on. heading over there. Yeah, come It's kind of like the dot-to-dot. It's good. It's a great way. But to see the completed picture, we have to follow the dots in the right order. And to see the purpose that God has for our lives, we have to follow His steps, His dots in the correct order. Who is the one who sets the order of the dots? The one who put the picture together in the first place. Our Heavenly Father, He has a picture, a plan, a purpose for our life. And it's as we follow the dots, one by one by one, that He'll take us to the future that He has for us. Even when it doesn't make sense, even when it seems like we're heading in the direction, in the wrong direction, He is good. He can be trusted. He's leading us along the best pathway for our lives. Isaiah 55, eight to nine, for my thoughts, are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now God has great things in store for you if we trust Him and take steps of faith. Not leaning on our own understanding, but trusting that He knows the way and what's best for us. I heard it said like this, that god's plans for you are better than your plans for you (laughs) and i know that in my life you know god's plans for me are better than my plans for me sometimes i think god i know best i know what's what's best but experience has taught me that god's plans for me are always better than my plans for me first corinthians 2 9 no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind has imagined what god has prepared for those who love Him. God, He has great things in store for your life. He has a future, He has a plan, He has a purpose. And the way we get there is by taking our next step, our next step of faith, our next step trusting Him, our next step of following His leading and His guidance and His light, our next step of walking in the grace and the strength and the power that is given for our next step. God has a next step for you. Thank you for listening. For more information about New Life Chapel, please go to newlifechapel.org.